my name is Pauline and welcome once again to my second entry after like so many months I'm so sorry but like due to the demands of life I really do apologize for taking a while to record a new episode even though nobody really asked but yeah it's just that the past few months has frankly been exhausting and I wanted to spend my first few weeks of my sem break being lazy cause your girl needs to breathe, heal and just retrieve my sanity in peace and being lazy kind of assisted in that so be lazy when your body's asking for it not so long that you overdo it though and on that note i just decided to share to you some of the things god revealed to me in the topic of regressing because of my circumstances the past few months they say that you don't learn from experience you learn by reflecting on them I'm just going to pretend that I did not get that quote from my reflection assignment in the subject that traumatized me last semester, but it's a really nice quote, honestly. You don't learn from experience, you learn by reflecting on them, because it's imperative you ponder and evaluate all the lessons you accumulated, and from that you decide on what to do so you don't repeat the same mistakes or so you can improve yourself. On the beginning of the last week of 2021, I found myself in just this calm state of mind as I encounter a really extremely difficult circumstance. I'm going to leave the details out because it's quite personal, but yeah, it was a circumstance that would typically overwhelm me with agitation accompanied with just this sort of uncertainty that leaves me in a restless state of what ifs. You know, what if I fail? What if I don't have enough strength in me? What if there's no way out? What if I'm incapable? But, you know, instead of thinking those things, I don't know why, but my faith was just oddly really strong that day to the point where I changed. I replaced all those what if questions to even if, and it sounded like even if I fail, even if I don't have enough strength in me, even if there's no way out, even if I'm incapable, you can definitely notice that it shifts what you choose to focus on. What if it prompts you to focus on the negative outcomes, whereas even if it encourages you to focus on, you know, despite having to deal with that sort of possibility, there is still a silver lining to it, which is a positive aspect to negative incident which is honestly so hard to believe sometimes, but I decided that my even if will be my faith and confidence in God, one whom I'm always in victory in, and even if I fail, I know God won't, even if I don't have strength, God's strength is made perfect in my weakness, and even if there's no way out, God will make a way, and even if I'm incapable, God is always able. Okay, so you guys might be wondering why I'm suddenly talking about fear and faith and it has nothing to do with regressing, but hold on. Sharing this, however, is just really easier said than done because I at first was like, you know, even if I fail this project, even if I look like a clown in front of the client, my lecturer, and my classmates because I did not have a TVC for a TVC campaign 15 minutes before it was my team's turn to present, yes, that really happened, and it was like a disastrous moment in my life, but yeah, and not only that, but 
you know, even if I have like four different projects to work on in like one week and I don't know how to tackle my stress as I'm still recovering from disappointing all my expectations from the semester it's really not always easy to say even if I will be confident in God because faith falters too it is always being challenged and the reason why I wanted to mention that is because I thought from that moment that my faith was declining when while I was dealing with all these circumstances like I was so stressed to the point where I even had a locked jaw and it was and it happened the day before my presentation and that really gave me a panic attack and it did not help me prepare at all as well so yeah it it is impossible really to keep your faith strong because strength looks different every day there are hopeful days tolerable days and days where even getting up is difficult and that's what being human is we're not machines expected to work with the same amount of capability and strength each day we too have our limits and we should never lose sight of that as much as god is patient with us we should be patient with ourselves too and i want to talk more about being patient with ourselves as we grow the thing about progression and growth is that we unconsciously expect of it to be a linear thing. As much as healing isn't a linear thing, growth isn't too. Every day of our life, we encounter different situations, whether it would be stepping stones, a variety of opportunities falling on your lap, or an awakening with a newfound healing. We too also encounter stumbling blocks, a season of dryness or brokenness even a season of trying to survive with no hope of thriving as we're just trying to make ends meet or get by we can't be in complete awareness of all the events that will occur in our in our life some of it may be within our control and some of it really isn't but it's important that wherever you may end up landing in your life you remain patient with yourself in the process A point of realization I had is to really not limit yourself. We shouldn't allow any problem or obstacles in our life to get a hold of us. Instead, we should look at these problems as an opportunity. And I have two verses that I keep with me all the time. It is my life verse. It's something that I always go back to in order to keep my faith strong and to encourage me. And the first verse is in Philippians 1 verse 6 it reads being confident of this that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of christ jesus and the other one is also philippians verse it's in philippians 2 verse 13 and it states for it is god who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose I love these two verses because it tells us that God is faithful to complete whatever work he has begun in you. When all feels hopeless, God is still doing the work in you. For instance, with a plant, we often determine growth by the visibility of its leaf, failing to realize that growth begin in its roots. In order for the plant to grow, it starts with the roots. And the roots is something we can't really see. So just because we can't really see what God is doing in our lives, it doesn't mean he's not doing anything at all. We must trust the seeds he is planting in our life in whatever season we are placed in. If you feel like you're constantly enduring pain in life, feeling beaten down in life and constantly taking L's after L's 
Perhaps the seeds that God is placing in our life is resilience and perseverance where every difficult experience you face is only made for you to learn more and to attain a different level of strength that makes you a better person. That's why I tend to tell myself that you know perfection is boring because it doesn't give space for you to learn more as well as placing this strong desire in you to for continuous improvement in your life where you become a new person in the process and the process is often more important than the result. The process always matters more. And if you also feel like you're pressured by the demands of life, maybe the seeds God is placing in your life is an advancement and development in order to mold you into becoming the person he called you to be. It is good to be pressured when you look at it in a different perspective. You have to view times of pressure as an opportunity for you to grow and become better than who you were yesterday. The thing with regressing and feeling like you're getting worse as a person is that you know, we often result in limiting ourselves. We tend to treat ourselves like a lost cause with no chance of getting better and being better. But I got news for you. Every new day you wake up to is a chance to be better than you were yesterday. God's mercies are new every morning. He doesn't look at your mistakes or your past. He sees your future and potential and he wants to help you achieve that. But we should also remember that we shouldn't set all these unrealistic expectations towards ourselves, especially when it comes to striving to be our very best, because that is honestly impossible to do, as that implies that there is a limit to ourselves, and there isn't. There's still so many parts of ourselves to meet, discover, and explore depending on whatever situation we go through or whatever season we are placed in. So don't strive to be the best version of yourself. Always aim to be better than you were yesterday. The second point of realization I have is to not compare your pace. It's important that you know that your only competition is yourself because God has different assignments for everyone, so don't monitor the pace of everyone else and comparing it to yours. Don't rush the process it takes for you to become who God called you to be. What he has for you is different with what he has for others. One of my favorite parables in the Bible is the parable of the bags of gold. It's located in Matthew 25 verses 14 to 18 if you, if ever you want to read it because I'm not going to read it for y'all, it's too long, I'm sorry, but I'll summarize it. So pretty much a parable is about how the master entrusted his wealth to three servants before going on this long journey. So he distributed different responsibilities according to his understanding of each servant's abilities. So one servant received five bags of gold, another received two bags, and the third only received one bag to manage. So all of them were entrusted with a significant sum of money. So what does this parable pretty much mean? It pretty much means that Jesus calls us to steward the privilege and responsibility we were entrusted as we wait for his return. So in this story, the master represents Jesus Christ and we are the servants who are waiting for his second coming. The distribution of the treasure among three servants were dependent on their talents, intelligence, and abilities. We may find that unfair, like how come other people are born with much more skills, opportunities, and abilities compared to you, but you have to know that God doesn't actually care about what you're capable of doing or 
what your skills are. What he cares about is your faithfulness in doing what he entrusted you to do. God has entrusted people with a unique and specific responsibility, but each individual is born into different levels of understanding about God and into different circumstances and opportunities, but they all serve a specific purpose and responsibility that God holds all of us for. At times, we can be filled with a lot of self-doubt, questioning why other people have more opportunities, capabilities, and achievements compared to you, and how they have all these goals and dreams when yours might just be trying to get by. But the truth is, there are some people, yes, there are some people ready to hustle for their dreams, but there are also other people trying to heal and rediscover themselves, and some are just trying to get by in general due to the circumstances that surround them. We aren't waking up to the same day and we're just doing the best that we can with what we need to do and the more that we monitor our pace with someone else, the more it actually slows us down. When you're running a race, looking at your surroundings rather than just fixating your eyes on the prize, it, it will only cause you to stumble. The third and the most important point of realization I have is to live in the present. The question here is, what if we're in such a dry season, it feels almost impossible to achieve growth because of how idle things are? I learned that a dominant emotion last year in 2021 is feeling aimless and uncertain, which makes sense given the pandemic we're currently dealing with. Our normal has changed and we're all adjusting to those changes. We're all adjusting to delayed dreams and goals because the world has been put on pause because of COVID. So now everything somehow feels so slow. But when you feel like you're so stagnant in life, that does not mean you're regressing. Oftentimes, we confuse the two. That just means that we need to give ourselves the time and space to explore what needs healing in our lives because there are some unaddressed wounds that we need to be mindful of. I learned some mind-body he healing practices that had significantly helped me when it comes to healing, the healing that I wasn't aware that I needed because it's important that we are healthy on the inside for us to flourish on the outside. I learned that a part of the healing that I need is to heal with play, which pretty much means to enjoy yourself. It's vital to balance your work and play life. For me, I've realized recently that I, that I have set very unrealistic expectations towards myself instead of taking my time and allowing myself to grow in the pace my body needs. I've realized that I have really poor boundaries and unhealthy work habits almost to the point where I started being attached to the feeling of being stressed and operating under it because I've grown accustomed to that and without it I feel numb as it sort of became my identity and because of that I even unconsciously just placed myself in stressful situations because it was better than feeling numb. Ultimately, it also became the reason why I felt so burned out and addressing this issue has been so vital before I could fuel myself with the passion, drive, and motivation that I need in order to invest in what I want to do as well as to invest in myself.
Which is why during the times where we don't have the drive to do what we used to love to do is mainly because there are some things in our life that needs exploring and healing. If we can't pinpoint that out, realign our heart to God and ask Him to reveal it to you. It's important that we spend more time in the quiet by just straying away from the busyness of life and its demands and taking the time for yourself by just being still and fully present and ponder and reflect on yourself and the experiences that you have and journaling definitely helps with this through journaling i learned so much about my feelings and thoughts i was able to bring to god another thing is increasing my intimacy with him in order to be more sensitive with the holy spirit's voice and what it is convicting me and instructing me to do and i discovered that i just needed to learn how to enjoy my life moving on when a part of our stagnancy is feeling restless that just means that our body does need that rest and we have to explore why it does and address that maybe you're not giving it enough playtime allow yourself to enjoy for a bit whatever that feels good for your body and to you you also have to give yourself that because god wants us to enjoy life and to live in the present god wants us to be happy and to enjoy the fruits of our labor we shouldn't be so consumed on what tomorrow has to offer for tomorrow will worry for itself especially when we have a god who will sustain us the verse ecclesiastes 3 verses 12 to 13 already says it all and it reads so i concluded there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can and people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor for these are gifts from god life is a gift from god and we have to enjoy what he has given for us as we faithfully walk with him too and matthew six twenty five also says therefore i tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink or about your body what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes look at the birds of the air they do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not much more valuable than they can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life learn to be in the present for there is nothing to gain in life when we are consumed by worrying about tomorrow especially when we have a father who sustains all that he creates so why is it important that i talk about this and how is it related to regressing it's because we often feel like that we are regressing when we aren't able to do much the urgency of this world we live in promotes this flawed mentality that the only way where we can earn respect and become more valuable is when we are able to do more and be more immediately and at such a young age it often feels like we're required to seize each minute of the day into creating our future and when we're not doing that we just lose a chance of attaining this favorable outcome we want for our future yes preparing for our future is essential but we must not let the anxieties of tomorrow rob us over the gratitude and joy of the present as children of god we battle with entrusting a future we already know is in god's hands when we live in a world that pressures us into immediately knowing what to do planning all our steps ahead and being certain of where we will end up being 
that's how toxic the hustle culture can be when we feel like we're delayed we automatically think we are falling back i just want to read a verse that definitely encouraged me when it comes to the work that i was entrusted with in this moment in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 58, it reads, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. In Colossians 3 verses 23 to 24, it reads, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. So I just apologize if my voice is so dry. It's because I have like a terrible sore throat right now, so you can tell that there are like inconsistencies in my voice. But anyways, the reason why those verses mean so much to me is because it reminds me of how i should view the work that i have and every work we are given in this moment of our life whether you like the work or not it still serves a purpose to re to be revealed later on so if you view your work in such a way that was given by god and doing it as means to serve him the burden starts to feel less heavy knowing that even if what i'm currently doing is not as significant as it is just a small task for instance it's just a school project that you're working on and or it's as simple as just trying to graduate that's okay because that is still essential and it won't go to waste because it's still a part of our development a lot of us define our worth by the amount of things we do and how significant it is and this results to us thinking that we should be doing more in order to be more valuable or at least feel valuable but our worth is not defined by how much we do when it comes to being productive as well as wanting to progress and grow it really depends on you you have to be able to identify what is valuable to you in this current season or moment in your life what your body and heart also needs as well as with how you use your time, not what looks valuable to other people. That shouldn't matter. Always remember that productivity is not about the amount of things you are able to accomplish. It's about your faithfulness with what God has entrusted you in this present moment. So are you faithfully serving the season you're in or are you constantly limiting yourself? undermining your abilities, comparing your pace with others, and just resenting where you are at in life? And are you losing your joy in the process of constantly trying to attain what is better in your life instead of being grateful and giving yourself credit with what you have and done so far? Also remember to find the balance in enjoying life and labor. If you lack that, you will only feel burnt out and you will lose your passion in the process. So invest in yourself, what makes you happy, and what stirs your passion to live out the purpose God called for you. You are not regressing. There's just some things that need addressing to live out the calling God has for you. So don't let the world make you believe that you're behind because God is always on time. He is the one 
that knows from beginning to end he knows the first chapter of your life to your final and you can't say your story ends here when there's still so many chapters of your life for you to encounter even if it feels like you're delayed or behind because in god's watch you aren't we all move in different paces and as we progress grow and live out our purpose it's vital to be more patient with ourselves in the process so learn to forgive yourself for your failed expectations give yourself more credit for accomplishing the small things in life or for even doing the best you can with your given circumstance and don't ever give up on yourself when it comes to the purpose that is in store for you and when you feel like you have no purpose remember this the fact that we're breathing that we're, we're alive and that we exist means that attached to our birth and our very existence the purpose that god has already marked out for us a lot of us don't know our purpose in life because we aren't consulting the one that made our very existence and purpose and in psalm 37 verse 4 it states delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart commit your way to the lord and he will act so whatever desires that is strongly placed in your heart especially if you are wholeheartedly committed to god so pay attention to the desires placed in your life pay attention to the things in life that fuels you with so much passion and joy because that is the purpose set out for you and we all know from jeremiah 29 verse 11 it states that whatever purpose god has for us is to prosper us and not harm us so this marks the end of my second entry thank you all so much for listening to me I hope this message blessed the heart of anyone who needs to hear it. And remember, whatever word you encounter or hear, always take it to the Lord and let the Holy Spirit convict you with what is right, with what is wrong, and with what is for you. Because this is my own personal revelation with the Lord. So, yeah, thank you once again. Also, I posted my podcast notes for this entry on my Instagram account at entriesbyplain. So if you find it difficult with all my rambling to grasp what my main point and key takeaways are, it's indicated there. And if you need a friend, you can message me there and I'd be more than glad to attend to you. So that's it. See you guys in the next one.